This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson, powered by Bauer. I grew up here, and I do not love the snow. I hate the snow. I'm already tired of the snow. I had to shovel all morning. My back hurts. I'm I'm done with the snow, and it's still snowing. This is not normal, Box. So, or normal for me growing up would be three months. There's snow. You're driving. Every time you look around, there's snow everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. The roads are clear because they snowed them and plowed them well. But there's snow everywhere. Yay! <laughs> Winter's back. No, no, no. See, before Christmas, I can deal with snow. It gets me in the spirit. Uh, it's, a, it's a holly jolly time. But after Christmas, I don't want to see any snow. But I, I guess some uh, some people are telling me it's good for, you know, Nebraska has enough snow or something recently. So I guess it'll be good for something. But it's not good for, not good for getting to work. No, but you know what? Look at look look at the look at where we at right now in 2023. I'm at work. <laughs> That's right. I'm in the I'm in the red room red room studios. Yeah. What is yeah. that? The uh, 1999 uh, Big 12 championship you got posted up back there. You like, you see that? Oh yeah. No, that wouldn't be the 1999 one. Think no. again. Mm. 97. There you go. There it is. Yeah. 99 was Texas, go. wasn't it? That's right, yeah. Hey, hey, that was the that we, we won the Big 12 championship game. I want to give a special shout out to a person who talked to me online and they sent me Susie Bryan. Okay, so when you talk about fans being from everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. We got fans from everywhere in the in the United States, Husker fans, that is, right? So, Susie Bryan, shout out to you. She listens to the show. I hope she's listening today. And she had a picture, and she wanted me to have it. And she sent it to the radio station. Well, here's the picture. Oh, nice. Isn't that nice? (laughs) Are you in there somewhere? Are you kidding me? Don't you see what that is? I mean, (laughs) there's just a lot of guys. I can't really tell. Well, what color are they wearing? Oh, they're wearing red and black, a little bit of white. It's More like, black than anything. Okay? Uh, Those black are black. Those oh, are the, okay. Listen, this is the 1993 black shirts, bro. Mm. Where's Trev? Is Trev in here? No, this will be the 94 black shirts. Oh, okay. That's Go, all of them. Going sailboat. Those are the guys. 
This is at the bowl game in Miami. <laughs> oh, okay. 1994. So you see these guys? These are the guys that made my life miserable at Nebraska. Mm. The majority of these guys made my life miserable. In a good sense. Only on the <laughs> practice field. That made you who you it, became later. Well, without the black shirts, I don't think I ever play at Nebraska. If I didn't go through those two years of scout team and getting tried by fire, I don't there's no way that I play at Nebraska ever because one, I was playing out of position. Two, I was a little not 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 a bullhead bullheaded enough for fullback and probably too tight for, too short for tight end. But, you know, things happen on football teams and it opens the door for another person to step into that role. Okay? We, we talked about the attrition from the team. Well, guess what? It's starting to happen already. Mm. Probably the closer we get to Spring, you, you'll see it'll, it'll it'll go all the way up until the first game. I mean, I mean not the first game, till opening day. You know, Lante Brown. Do we got? Oh, we can't play that anymore. We got to get some sound like and another one by another one by <laughs> another one by the dust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the cuts that are being made, you know, it's kind of sad in one way, but in another way, we just got to embrace it because they're coming. Listen, I I embrace it. I, I wish nothing but the best to Alante. I think he's a baller. I thought he had opportunity to get in there. But, again, when you bring your guys in, right, mm. and there's – Alante's been here for at least two regimes. So, this would be the third if you count Mickey. They, uh, you know, I got to take my hat off to the, to the young man, you know, for what he's been through. And I wish him nothing but luck, you know. I had an opportunity to talk to Yant this morning, and he's at FAMU. Yeah. You know, and, and, and a lot of people would look at that and be like, oh, he took so many steps down because he made it early and clear that he just wanted to play football. man. He just wanted to get an opportunity to go somewhere where he's liked and loved and they were going to give him the shot to blow it. Now, if he got the shot to blow it and he got a fair shot, then, you know, all you can ask for is that in football. But like I said before, with the walk ons going down in numbers, you know, Guys that leave should not look at this as I got demoted, forget Nebraska. They should be looking at this like I was at the top of the food chain. It didn't work out. But wherever else I go, if I go to this school, especially if it's a step down in league and competition and play, you should be the man. Yeah. You are Casey Thompson now. Like Yance, Yant is I, I can't even call who's the best running back in the Big Ten. Ah, uh, well, that's a pretty good, pretty good bet. Maybe Braylon Allen. Uh... Perfect. Yant is in HBCU Braylon Allen mm. to Big Ten. He is now. So what's more important, getting playing time and going somewhere where you're loved? You know what I mean? And NIL ain't going to be that much where you – believe me, these guys ain't getting that much money where they got it, – it's, it's life-changing, right? So – uh, some of them are, but I'm not. I, it, that, that's like one percent. Like who's who's who on the team is getting life changing money? Just a, probably the for most places across the nation, uh, quarterback and the most uh, recent big splash transfer portal guy. That's probably there. You it. go. Yeah. So if you said you said Nebraska it'd be Casey Thompson and Jeff Sims. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who on defense do you think is getting big money like those two guys? Who? Um. 
I don't know. You know, Oshan obviously was the one that you kind of thought. Now he's Oshan's not here anymore. Oshan's gone. Maybe MJ Sherman. Um, Uh, Not getting like those two guys. Yeah, I don't know. His his nil ain't like those two guys. So I'm only I'm simply saying, and there's got to be one of those one of those defensive guys that came in is probably the most. But I'm saying defensively, there's nobody compared to these guys and. They're the guys that we're going to look to to lead the football team. You know, when Grant, if Grant steps back up into the form that he was the first three games of the season, then Grant will be a part of that conversation as well, right? Mm -hmm. Or whoever else emerges as the starting running back. Like I'm, I'm not to be switching subjects, but I switch subjects. I am looking for a running back. Just one guy to say, it's mine. You come in when I get tired. See, you, it, 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 and, and when the next guy comes in, it shouldn't be such a drop-off that we're like, well, why are, well let's try the third guy. Yeah, I mean, I, because you asked me who the best running back in the Big Ten was, and I was just kind of thinking solo, Braylon Allen's kind of got it going. But when you talk about combinations of backs, that's kind of, I mean, look look over there at Michigan. Blake Corms probably is the best running back in the Big Ten, especially considering what he put up with this this past season. But you take him out, Donovan Edwards, you don't miss a beat. I mean, they both, and so, I mean, over there, um, certainly at Ohio State uh, with Mayan Williams and, and their other running back who was kind of injured last year, um, you know, there's there's a couple schools here in the Big Ten, and, and, and no surprise, it's Michigan and Ohio State, um, that have guys in their number two spot that are basically starting everywhere in the nation besides Michigan and Ohio State. I mean, you, you, you might have a point there. Um they, those are the guys that are smart enough to to wait their turn. They know as long as they do what they're supposed to do, and they play at a high level, and when they're called upon as the second guy, which in a, in, we see all the time, you get down to the third guy. Look at the look at the NFL game. Look at Philly. Philly had three backs. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think Kansas City had three backs that actually got back there in the backfield. So um, the guys that are smart to me are the guys that are patient enough and, and to, to wait, to learn, to get their, their – to, to, to hone their craft to be the best at their position. When their time has come and their, their number is called, you're ready to go into the game and not look like a buster, okay? Mm-hmm. We, 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 busters need not apply. Just because you're second team does not mean that there should be a big-time drop-off. And in, in, until Nebraska, we can get to the point where we got two units that we can depend on. It's going. It, it's going to be tough sledding in the Big Ten. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if if, if Anthony Grant or you know, like you said, whoever it may be, is going to separate themselves um, so much from the other guys. And, and Grant's already proven. Like if uh, you know, if, if one of the backups jumps up, primarily AJ Allen is the one you kind of think of um, and surpasses Grant. You still want to use Grant. You still want to get in the ball um, with this with this offense that they're going to. You know, it might be two tight end sets quite a bit. He might be running the ball quite a bit. So you know, I it, it's one of those deals where you could 
still, I mean, you could give somebody 25 carries a game, but you know, if, if that, that I, the, the other guy might get 15. I mean, they might carry the ball that much uh, to kind of to kind of try to um, really establish that's the culture. And the other thing is because they have the backs for it. Now we're going to have to see if they have the offensive line for it, but there's still four deep in running backs that we trust at Nebraska that we've already seen. Um, that, that you know can can get yardage in the Big Ten. Now, to a different degree, a different level for each of them, right? So that's why Anthony Grant's still kind of at the top. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be crazy, and, and we'll see. I mean, uh, you mentioned Jacquez Yant. Um, you know, you had to think somebody might move along because there's only, as many carries as we're talking about, there's only one ball. There's only so many offensive plays. Um, and, and it was just going to be a log jam back there. So, you know, you think about somebody, um, in, in, in Yant who had his opportunities at times, but maybe not as many as, as some would like to see, but in any case, he had his opportunities. Um, didn't, I suppose, make the most of them to the point that he was getting more carries. Um, and, and so, but you think about a guy that's, that's been there, you know, the last two years working as much as he has, like you said, at a certain point, I just want to play ball. And, and sometimes that works. Like you said, some guys can sit back and wait. Other guys, look at Bucky Irving. He was behind Mo Ibrahim and some other guys at Minnesota. Um, said, you know what? All right, I'm off to Oregon, and now he was the Pac-12, you know, running back of the year or whatever. So it, it can work in a lot of different ways. But Nebraska, well positioned, uh, one way or the other. You know, you talk about getting dinged up, injuries from heavy carries or whatever. They've got four guys back there um, that it, it, they could just keep throwing fresh legs in. So I don't know if it's it's ball dominant, keep get, get your best guy the ball 25 times, or if it makes sense to get fresh legs in here, here and there. Obviously, some running backs need to warm up, so it, it's going to be different in a game-by-game situation. But uh, they've, got, they've got a lot of different uh, uh, tactile approaches they could take. Yeah, but here's the deal. You can't. As a running back, everybody in the stadium, I, I I can go back to the Northwestern game, right? Everybody, it's not like they put Yanny in in the open field and let him get some some carries in there, right? They waited until he got on the goal line. And then once they got on the goal line, I'll never forget this. They put him in a three-point stance, which was – and put, a, a, put what looked like a fullback in front of him. Hmm. Go back and watch that game. And, and, and that's, to me, a guy that has not put his hand in the dirt, and you tell him to put his hand in the dirt, you you can't see with your hand in the dirt. Listen, running backs have what they call pre-reads, okay? So when you come up to the line, a great running back coach is going to tell his, his back, when you come up there to the line of scrimmage, once you're walking up there, you should be scanning. You should be scanning box to box, meaning – Tackle the tackle box. Seeing what you got. Where are the linebackers? Where's the Mike, the Will, the Sam? Where's the force? You know, it, most of the times the play is going, the, the play is either heavily driven to the right or heavily driven to the left, meaning the progression of the quarterback, if it's a pass play, is right to left, if that's where we're going, or left to right. It's never middle, left, right. Hmm. It's either left to right, right to left. Running game. Is either running right, I'm running left, or I'm going to do some type of fake right and come back left and vice versa. That's it and that's all in football, period, point blank. So the 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 in order – forget it. <laughs> I get what you're saying, though, the three-point stance that might – you know, you're not looking you up. You're you looking can't, you up can't be some... successful in playing – 
the running back position from a position that you've not necessarily played or worked on like you've worked on the play standing up. You're not warm. And then here's the last part. If the biggest back in the Big Ten is coming into the game on third, on first and goal from the two, what's the play going to probably be? Yeah, a run. So everybody's got their eyes on him. I mean, and I'm not making an excuse. I'm just simply telling you that, you know, running backs get better as the game goes on. They don't come into the game and they're warm. They got to get hit a couple of times. Uh, uh. You know what I'm saying? Pissed off a couple of times and then get start understanding how people are tackling. Is this an overly aggressive defense that's going to get up the uphill for, uphill shoulder so that they can cut it back? Or is this a defense that wants to heat the teeth is coming from the inside and they want to force you on the outside? If that's the case, hit the gas and go. But if that's the if they if they are a I'm coming to get you overly aggressive defense, then that's a great cutback defense. That's a great cutback defense. You know, so I, I think we got to find a running back that will fit the mold of a Nebraska running back that can carry the ball 20 to 30 times a game, no question. No question. And not a guy that's going to get 12 to 15 carries. Someday he might get 22 carries. But for the most part, he's going to average like 15 carries. This guy's going to average 10 carries. That guy's going to average seven carries. He might get three carries from the receiver spot. Come on, man. Consistency. That's what we're lacking from a running back perspective. Consistency. From a whole Nebraska football perspective. Consistency. Doing something right over and over and over and over and over again until you got it in your sleep. That's what being consistent is. Listen, if you played for Nebraska football in that mysterious 90s era, even back in the 80s, even in the 70s, you was not going to make the same mistake twice and not pay the consequences for it. I don't care what position you play. Now, if you throw a couple, two, three picks in a game and you put the ball up 30 times, I can live with that. That's that's what you do when you put the ball in the air. But if you consistently should throw the ball away, and instead of throwing the ball away, you take a sack, or you take off and run, you put the ball on the ground, you do that a couple of times. No, I don't think you should continue to be the starter. We need to look at somebody else or at least act like we're looking at somebody else to get your mind right. You see? Yeah. And I thought that too, and especially with with Adrian Martinez at times throughout his career, uh, it's not necessarily bench somebody and and you know now now this guy's the new starter and he's going to start next week. Sometimes it's just let him know you can't play like this, man. You can't you can't consistently turn the ball over. Um, you know that Purdue game comes to mind where he, he threw four interceptions uh, and Scott Frost, you know, kept kept him out there, and it's just kind of like even as a teaching point at this point, just say this is this is unacceptable. You're going to. You're probably going to start next week, but right now you you don't have it today, and you're not playing smart football. So you're you either it, whether it's we're sitting you for the rest of the game, or we're sitting you for a series, just so you can kind of slow down and see what things that happen. 
Um, you know, and it, but that's a delicate balance too because you're you're messing with somebody's kind of confidence there. Um, so I mean, but it is what it is. I mean, football is not for uh, you know everybody happy feel good all the time. It, you know, especially at this level, uh, you gotta you gotta do your best. Put your put put yourself in a position to win. And uh, I'm interested in that too. As we talk about the running back position, the quarterback position, you've got two bona fide starters back there. Um, maybe not all league type of guys quite yet. Maybe one of them can make that jump. Um, but you know, if one of them's having a bad game, what does that mean? You know, if, if a guy goes in for a series, because with, with this, with this level, I suppose of a, of a backup, I mean, you really will be looking over your shoulder, even if it's just planned to go, all right, we're just going to go for a drive here. Well, that drive goes well, <laughs> you know, who knows? You know, and to go back how we started this and talking about Alante Brown, who was a former quarterback from Chicago, that went to print uh, um, uh, St. Thomas. And so basically his stats, you know, he joined the 2020 class. He was a return man, kickoff returns, and had 22 career receptions for 262 yards in 30 games. No touchdowns. So decent decent career. Um, but if I'm Alante Brown, do I want to go into spring ball with a team that I might not be even in the top four in? Do I even want to think about that? Or do I do I know because Alante Brown can go to a, a bunch of schools and help their school? So I don't think that these guys should look at that as a as a problem. If I'm if I'm a guy like Alante Brown, now is, is the time to do it. Don't wait until after spring if 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 it's 16 guys in the in the receivers room go somewhere where it's 10 and you know you can beat out nine and then you get a chance to play and actually feel like a football player but again I always have respect for walk-ons um and scholarship players alike who didn't get an opportunity to play or, or was never really that good to play and they had to basically ride the pine for four years, in some cases five years, and how the sometimes the consistency of riding that pine at Nebraska for those years, once they got – you can bring in a superstar and a guy that's a walk-on, fourth-year player is sometimes better than that superstar that you just brought in, and he's going to give you more consistent play. So and, and, and that superstar you brought in, you can redshirt him because you're preparing – for the future, and he can learn from this guy who has had to work his ass off in order to put himself in position to even halfway sniff the field on special teams. Amen. That's what it is. Lante Brown, I wish the best to, to you and your career. I will definitely follow uh, your career moving forward. I think he'll be he'll 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 land somewhere, and I'm glad he's doing it before spring ball starts, so he can go and actually be a part of somebody's spring. And learn the playbook, and 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 just you know, give himself an opportunity to 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 uh, be the starter and play, and get some real game time and score some touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's see, Anthony Hunter Anthony, he's out. Mm-hmm. The transfer from Oklahoma State from last year, out of there. What's the song? And another one bites, another one bites, another one bites the dust. Well, I'm going to be saying that a lot, man. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of that. Listen, this Alante Brown shouldn't shock you. There's going to be more. 
the numbers can't sustain itself. We are busting at the seams. If I'm a player again, I get out now, I give my opportunity, my, myself an opportunity to go to another institution and play in their spring ball. That's where I'm at, Baki. Yeah, and I think with Alante too, uh, you know, I, I, you know, sometimes you just kind of read the room and see if you're being recruited over. I mean, they brought two guys back in Xavier Betts and Isaiah Garcia Castaneda that just, quite frankly, were more productive and, and flashed more than than Alante Brown did. Um, you know, Garcia Castaneda was in a small sample size, so I don't even know if he had more yards in the end of the season, but it was just, a, you know, a, a flash and, and at least got a touchdown. Alante um, is a guy, again, a, a lot of promise, um, you know, it, especially on kick returns, left a lot to be desired early in his career, just like everybody else that was returning kicks. Though. I mean, that was a unit problem, but, you know, it didn't break a whole lot of tackles. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, I kind of think of a Cade Warner, um, hopefully with Alante Brown, you know, Cade Warner's oh, a guy that it. fell out of, he's, well, listen, he's Kate, a better player than Cade Warner. Well, put, you better put up the numbers. I've heard it for years, how much better Alante Brown is and how much great he's going to be. And it, gotta, as it you, turned you, out, you can't, you can't fault Alante Brown if they don't throw the ball to him. My point is Cade Warner fell out of rotation here, went to Kansas state, won a big 12 championship and caught for 456 yards. So the opportunity well, hopefully is out there for him. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna knock that. And if K Warner, if K Warner had did that here, hold up, how many yards did Washington have? You said he had how many yards? He had 456 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, I mean, you think about you think about uh, Marcus Washington had 31 catches for 471 yards, so he'd have been the third guy on this football team last year. Yeah. Not that, not to knock Warner, and I and like you, I, I agree with you. Warner going to K State. Look, look what happened. Right. Yeah. He, he he at least rejuvenated his career. And, and and to me, if K Warner was playing at Nebraska early, there was no reason for K Warner to transfer because he should have still been playing somewhere. Well, he if dropped he a few he touchdown passes, and that's when that's when he fell out of rotation. Whose job is it to teach them how to keep catch? <laughs> uh, the wide receiver coach, I suppose. You, I, I get it, and, and maybe it could have been a K Warner thing. But so then you're telling me that. What happened at K State that he was able to catch him? I don't see if I could find the drop numbers. I don't know if they have those there, but um, again, it's just more of an opportunity. Like you said, he went somewhere where he wasn't seen as seventh on the depth chart and got a fresh start and pressed them. I mean, at one point, Cade Warner worked his way up. Remember, this is originally a walk on. Worked his way up to be a team captain here at Nebraska. I mean, so it's not like he didn't ever. He just never had it. You know, he had uh, it, lost it, and then found it back at Kansas State again. That listen, that team captainship that you're talking about is overrated. When, as, as far as when he was there, you, there's no underclassmen. Let me say this again. To me, unless you're starting fresh, right? Unless you're. You're Deion Sanders, unless you're Matt Rule, unless you're starting a program to what you deem as a fresh a restart in the computer world, right? A, a, a hard restart. Unless you're that, and, and you don't have youngsters as the leaders of the team. They don't know anything. That's like having a, I won't even say it, because I don't even want to compare coaches, but that's like having my boy G McGee and he's the offensive coordinator right now, mm. right? That's gonna that'll 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 bode well. <laughs> he's already getting some flack for being twenty four years old yeah. and being the receivers coach at Nebraska. 
Hey, man, it's the Captain Show. Fastest two hours of radio just got a half an hour shorter. Holla at your boy. Where in the world is Terrell Farley? He's actually on the line. We'll hear from Terrell on the other side. What? Yeah. His phone is fixed. He, he called in with a phone, yeah. 93.7 the ticket. We'll be right back. Terrell Farley's on the line. 